Hey everyone, and welcome back to Practically Zero Waste, a podcast for making zero waste living as practical as possible. This week we're on the topic still of gift giving and some alternatives to giving gifts this time of year, which I know there's so many reasons why you may feel you should or shouldn't give gifts. It's almost always awkward, but it'll be okay. And so I thought I'd round up a couple of COVID compliant experience gifts that I think would be amazing for people if it's something that you think they would be into. The three that I have, oh no, four that I have today are all on online courses or workshops, and we'll get into them in a bit. But I want to start with uh, talking about a post that I saw a couple of people sharing this week about normalizing less common gift related things this holiday. Uh, Okay, but I just spent far too much time looking for that post again. Must have just been in someone's stories, but the gist of it was that a chalkboard, it was a chalkboard sign that said, normalize regifting, normalize secondhand gifts, normalize handmade gifts, normalize giving experiences, etc. I think Maria from Happy Beat and Sarah Robertson Barnes both had that post in their stories this week. So if you know what I'm talking about, send it to me because I'd love to know what the full thing said. All that to say, there's a gentle way to reduce your spending, flex your creativity, and have a more positive impact on the planet this season by following those simple suggestions. And also not shaming others or spreading the awkward when someone re-gifts something you gave them. Wouldn't you rather see that gift go to use rather than have it sit unloved, (laughs) unwanted in someone's home forever? I suppose all of these ideas can lead us also to more mindful gift giving. So not just doing it out of obligation, but participating in gift giving when you at least have some knowledge of the person receiving the gift and what they would like and use. And you know what? I think that there is very little wrong with just giving a card in place of a gift. Yes, it's paper, Uh, And so some people are going to be like, it's killing a tree. Of course, I wouldn't give a card and an envelope and everything like that. But it's less resources in the long run than buying a new object or thing that they don't want. Anyway, there will be lots of people in my life receiving just a card this year. (laughs) And that's okay. It doesn't mean that I like them less. It doesn't mean anything. It just means here. I am wishing you well for the season ahead. Anyway. Gift giving is very nuanced and complicated and possibly unnecessarily tied up with emotions. So make the best choices for you and for your people and for the planet when you can. And let's all work towards normalizing these less common practices that help us to live lighter on our wallets and on the planet. So the first workshop that I want to talk about um, comes from Let That Shit Go, Sarah Briggs. She has been on the podcast twice and she's an amazing soul. What a kind and lovely person to spend time with. I would love to point you towards her Clutter Kickstart. That is a course that's all about helping you for the very first time go through what you own, kind of like a Marie Kondo thing, but also really tied to your mental health, why you're holding on to clutter, why you're holding on to specific things, and how to kind of work through those choices about letting things go, including your emotional baggage, all that kind of stuff. I guess I should just read her line, get to the root cause of your clutter so that you can stop procrastinating, gain confidence, and finally let that shit go. So Sarah is an amazing guide in this department. She's really gentle and helps people um, step by step to find uh, their reason for hanging on to things. And in that case, you're able to find the right steps for you 
um, in decluttering. So Let That Shit Go's got clutter kickstart on. It's pre-recorded and so you can buy it once and have lifetime access to the course. It's got a guide that goes with it, I believe, and it's a really amazing option for somebody who is already expressing that they would like to declutter their lives. I would not recommend getting it for somebody as a hint. Maybe talk about it in advance um, because maybe that person isn't quite ready, even though it's an amazing course. You don't want to force it on somebody. So feel the room, see if that's something that they're interested in. Um, Or if you're interested in it for yourself, um, you can always hint to other people or be (laughs) outright with other people and say, this is something that I'd like. But anyway, Clutter Kickstart from Sarah Briggs, that will be in the show notes. The second recommendation that I have for an experience gift, um, it's another class that's on Online. This one is um, a Zoom class, actually. If you're not tired of Zoom yet, Anne-Marie Bonneau, the Zero Way Chef, offers online sourdough bread classes. Um, so it comes with a recorded starter class uh, that's pre-recorded. You would look through that, make sure that your starter is alive and well and ready to go with your sourdough. And then after that, it's an online interactive sourdough bread class. So you get to ask questions. She'll show you how to do it step by step. And it's a really neat thing if you're interested in sourdough but have no where, uh, no idea where to start. I think that a lot of people find, I think, building the starter and feeding that regularly, that it's a living entity in your fridge, kind of weird, or on your countertop. Um, and so having the step-by-step information, going through all those details, super helpful and really beautiful that you get to be part of a community that goes on after the course. You're able to connect with each other and and chat. And it's also a really small group. So it's a maximum of six students per class. And uh, you have to make your starter beforehand or get starter from somebody else. And actually a lot of bakeries and bread shops also um, sell sourdough starter. So if you didn't want to have to make it in the first place before taking the course, then you could always look into that as well. The class begins on a Friday night and ends on Sunday morning with one bread you bake yourself uh, just because sourdough actually takes uh, many days sometimes if you're if you're doing it right I think I don't know much about sourdough but maybe I should take the course and so it's a couple of days that you commit to um, the next one that is happening is January 8th 2021 um, that's the next live one and uh, the course is $100 it's a really amazing one uh, and she's got she's got ones coming up all throughout January so you should definitely check that out for yourself or as a gift for somebody else if that's something that you would be interested in or somebody else would be interested in because I know that sourdough can be daunting but it's kind of a neat a neat practice it's uh, more zero waste if you want than baking bread that requires yeast because it just uses the yeast in the air the wild yeast that's in the air and so looking into that as an option is also really cool link for that will be in the show notes. The next recommendation is an email course. I've recommended Polly Barks's activism courses, kickstarting or igniting your eco-activism from within or whatever. I can't remember the name of her first course, but this one that's coming up, it begins January 4th and it's a five-day reflective course to find your environmental advocate niche. I really loved Polly Barks's first course that she was offering as kind of a beta test in the beginning 
getting that um, was so interesting and making me kind of reflect on why I want to be an activist, what it means or what stereotypes I have always associated with activism, like, I don't know, laying down in front of a tank or burning your bra. It's kind of like intense stuff when you think about the the extreme stereotypes. Um, and so identifying the ways that I can give back, what are my talents and skills, and then moving forward and being inspired and motivated to continue along the right type of activism for me. So her eco activation blueprint, uh, this reflective course, it's all via email, you get to join an online community for that as well and reach out to other people in the group in order to kind of feel connected and feel like you're not alone in the world. You'll learn how to find your environmental advocate niche uh, so you can stop feeling ineffective and burned out. You'll discover your revolutionary skills and create a framework that helps keep you motivated and inspired. So again, the next one begins January 4th. It's an email course. I'll include the link to that in the show notes as well. It has a series overview, what you'll learn day by day, the five days. And then you can sign up now at a discount if you like, or sign up later at the start of the course for the full price. So I think right now it's on sale for $49 US and after the sale, it'll be back up to the regular price, $65. But it also comes with a workbook, which feels really good. I can remember in the beta course that she offered that taking time to write down my reflections in response to each day's questions was really valuable for me. And I, I really enjoyed it. And it made me feel kind of more committed to it, especially since it's an email course, you feel sort of like, uh, my inbox is so cluttered anyway, just one more email might make me feel overwhelmed. But if you're trying to <laughs> treat this like a a school course where you're sitting down each day and taking time to fill out the answers in your workbook or reflect and and take some time to journal then it's yeah super valuable and you can refer to that forever so again Polly Barks's eco activation blueprint five-day reflective course uh, in your inbox all right the last one is Sashiko for beginners so I believe this is a pre-recorded course uh, so it's not a live zoom meeting that you have to attend or make time for it's offered by Zen Stitching, Kate Ward from Zen Stitching. She's a textile artist out in Nova Scotia, and she and I just had the pleasure of chatting and pretty much became kindred spirits. We're setting up an interview for January. So look forward to that episode all about repairing and mending your clothes, but also treating mending as an activity to kind of calm your mind, center yourself, treat it as a Zen practice where you are able to feel really relaxed and offload some of the mental strain of a day by having something tactile to do with your hands and uh, something beautiful as a result. Sashiko is a Japanese style of mending. This course shows you how to mend your clothes using beautiful Japanese designs. It's a proven step-by-step system to achieving mindfulness while repairing your clothes. You benefit from the peace of mind and save money while you learn the art of mindful mending. So save money by not having to purchase new clothes when things rip or are torn Um, and she talks a little bit about the visible mending and some techniques for just mending in general it's a beautiful looking course and she is such a lovely person to listen to may I say that I love a good Australian accent or any Australian accent really Kate moved to Canada from Australia and yeah her her voice was 
very, very nice to listen to. So if you're interested in an online course, it's pre-recorded. The cost is 149 I believe that's Canadian. And you have access to the course forever. It will be available to watch, so you can take it at whatever pace you'd like. Um, and the real benefit of this online course versus learning in person is that she's able to get her camera in really close to her hands so that you can really see the detail that she's putting into the work. And you can really see like exactly where the needle goes and exactly where the thread is supposed to follow. So it doesn't feel as stressful as, okay, I'm in an in-person course and I just don't have the time in the course of the lesson to make sure that I've really absorbed everything. Anyway, so you can try this as a beginner intermediate stitcher. It's concise videos and information sheets, so you're not wasting your time. You can sit down for half an hour a day and make progress. And she's she's broken everything down into really tiny doable steps. Um, and she's super clear and concise. When we were chatting, it was just so exciting to hear all about this process and that she's making uh, Sashiko design as well as just mending in general really accessible for people. So check it out. Again, the link for that will be in the show notes as well. So if you're interested for yourself or if you think somebody else would be really interested in it too, then look into it. She gave an example when we were chatting of people using her online course to stay connected. It was actually a mother and daughter who they weren't able to connect this season or she wasn't the daughter wasn't able to come home from university this season because of COVID. And so they're taking this online course together and they're able to connect once a week and and visit and chat about their progress on the different steps. And and it's just a really neat thing. So if you wanted to take any of these courses together with someone else that you can't really see in person right now. I just thought that was the loveliest idea. So check them out for that reason as well. I think that's all for this week. So if you're looking for gifts for people that are experiences rather than physical things, if you know somebody would appreciate gifts like these, or if you're a hard to buy for person in quotes, then mention these ideas to people as something that you'd be interested in and put the word out there that an experience like one of these would be meaningful for you and bring you joy um, over something physical, right? And a lot of these courses, you actually have something physical as a result. And they're also really focused on being mindful and present in the activity that you're doing uh, so that the end result is like a less cluttered mind, a more peaceful experience uh, in the end. Hopefully, like hopefully you don't get stressed out by doing these practices, but really a lot of them are just great suggestions for taking your activism further, your homesteading skills further, all of these things that I kind of love. Uh, maybe that I should have <laughs> recommended some other kinds of genres of things, but eh, whatever. This podcast is basically just things that interest me. If you enjoyed today's episode and these recommendations, you'd probably also enjoy episode 11 with Zero Waste Chef Anne-Marie. She's awesome and was an early guest on this podcast, which makes her even more kind and generous to have indulged me in those early days. Episode 97, Decluttering and Mental Health with Sarah Briggs. Episode 95, Advanced Zero Waste with Polly Barks. And like I said before, look forward in the new year for an episode with Kate Ward of Zen Stitching, where we'll be talking all about the mental health benefits and beauty of hand stitching and mending clothes. If you would like to leave a rating or review or support the show, you can head to coffee.com slash Elspeth Callahan. That's K-O hyphen F-I dot com slash Elspeth Callahan. And if you'd like to be in touch, I'd love to do an Ask Me Anything style episode coming up. So send me your questions by email to practicallyzerowaste at gmail.com or message me on Instagram at practicallyzerowastepod. That's all for now. Have a great week, everyone, and talk to you soon.